Eric Winalda, are you with us, sir? I'm good. You were just right in the middle of the uh, Dan Marino story. <laughs> well, he just got sprung on me, Rick Tittle. It's been a while. And Eric, I think the last time on the show, I was I was trying to get you elected president of the Federation, remember? Oh, I do. I remember that. It uh, wasn't to be, which is fine. Now, uh, I have to bring it up, too. The whole thing with, with uh, Burhalter and, and Raina and all that, are you guys all good? Well, I hope so. Uh, I think I think what's happened here, it's unfortunate. Um, anytime uh, you're untruthful <laughs> about the status of a player, yeah, there, there's going to be some backlash. I think they've moved on. I think they're, they realize that they could have handled this a lot better. Um, and uh, they just get, they just want to, just like everybody else, we just want them to be uber-focused on uh, Iran. So I, I think it's behind them, and I, I think we'll get to see the good play. Well, it's an interesting thing, too, because I I didn't have a lot of warm and fuzzies uh, on our chances coming in. I kind of looked at this almost like a France 98 where, you know, McBride got our only goal. I, I didn't see where the goals were going to come from. I've been very uh, impressed with the, the tenacity in this team, but still trying to kind of play a, a number nine when we don't have one. What do you think about the uh, the tactics in the first two games, Eric? Well, just a little, um, well, I guess pragmatic would be the right word. I hate when people use that word, and I just used it. But it's the way that uh, we've gone about it. It, it, In the early stages of a World Cup, the last thing you want is to to fall behind, to be chasing. Do what Argentina has to do, what uh, uh, Germany has to do now. Rely on other results uh, for you to get yourself through. The tactics have been fairly strange to say the least because we were on the front foot uh, against Wales and then we had a chance to really put them away and we elected not to. So that had some of us scratching our head a little bit. Obviously the, the, the penalty kick and, and Walker Zimmerman, that mistake, you know, really changed the, uh, the outcome of the game, but it was a great reaction against England uh, again on the front foot. Um, we're, we're outshot them, had more corners. We were, we were the better side on the day. Uh, but there were opportunities in there to go for it, and we just didn't. And so it's 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 got you. It's got me worried because I, you know, I wrote a, uh, a column today or yesterday, actually, in the Guardian, where my my point is is that we got to learn how to win. We we have to understand those opportunities don't come. Uh, they're few and far between. You got to go for it, and and when when those moments happen, we have to have our team prepared and ready for for a plan to do it. And sometimes we're just like, come on, guys, just just throw one more number forward, create some overloads. These are all the things you said you were going to do. Let's see it. And, and it doesn't happen. So we got two ties and we now, now we really need to win. So it'll be interesting. Well, I mean, I remember speaking of France, 98, Medi and, and, you know, that, that game against, uh, Iran and, you know, Iran's got some, some good players, some Bundesliga players, some Turkish league players as well. And, and they're feeling like, you know, after since since halftime, they said we only lost three two in the second half to England. I'm like, that's still not great, but they right. showed in the 99th and 100th minute that they could score against uh, against Wales. They they feel like they're gonna they win uh, as well. So, how do you see this game shaking out tomorrow? Well, I mean, it's the the, the history between these two teams is is you know immense. Um, uh, both both the games. To, to be honest, are, are very, very tricky. 
uh, and and that's because of the relationships between the two countries. But I I, I think England has another explosion. I, I think they they understand what they're up against. Depends on who they they, they select. I mean, if Harry Kane can get back on track, is is great. But uh, I think they explode. I think our game is just going to be is going to be very well, really difficult. Yeah, I agree with you as well. I'm, somebody asked me if I had to pick, and I'd say probably Iran, but I I don't like saying that. Like fifty one to forty nine percent. Let me ask you this, Eric: Would you start Aronson, or do you like him coming on as kind of a little uh, little fire plug? Well, I like. I think he should have been starting, and and well, he should have been uh, coming off the bench a little earlier. But he is a fire plug. He's not afraid of uh, of big moments, which he's proven. So. I think you alluded to it before with uh, the team not having a nine that's performing right now. It, it might be the, the better occasion to to just play without one and just to go with the numbers. We played a four four two in the last game. How'd you write? Uh, and, and Sergeant had to start the first game, but Aronson is a guy that will put pressure on on the back line, force mistakes. Uh, I, I really am hoping to see him on the field. Just a double question here. What did you think about the Shaq Moore substitution in the last game? And <laughs> would you be <laughs> I already know. And would you be tempted to give Jesus Ferreira a shot? I don't think uh, this is unless unless we get to the end and we're throwing everything in the kitchen sink. I, I think that's only we'll see Ferreira uh, mm-hmm. in this game because he is clever and and he can wiggle out of out of something and make a pass. He's not the biggest guy in the world, so you're not going to have him crash in the goal. But, uh, yeah, I was a little bit uh, surprised by the Shaq Moore um, um, substitution. And I think sometimes, you know, each manager is different, but you have your favorites. You have guys you really can trust. He seems to fall into that category for Greg Berhalter. So it's good to see him have him. Look, I mean, it, it was a game. It was, it was quite a scenario to get thrown into uh, unexpectedly. Or maybe it was expected to them, but for us it, it seemingly – was a bit unexpected, but um, look, it's going to take 16 guys uh, for us to win tomorrow. It, it, that's the reality. We we can't just rely on the starting 11. You got to make good subs. You got to figure out what kind of game you're in, and figure out how you're going to win it because it's 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 win or go home. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. And and last question for you: When I was doing my World Cup preview, I, I didn't have us getting out of the group. I had us scoring one goal because I didn't see where the goals would come from. And so far it is one goal. I hope I'm spectacularly wrong about that. But you think about the, 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 the graft that, that Adams has in the midfield. You think about the creativity that a young kid like Musa is starting to show. You think about how hard McKinney works. Um, it's just getting the shooting boots on, right? That final third, isn't that the difference? Well, it's... It is, but it's also having the understanding of the risk reward of, of a game like this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's great to be a moose head to play great, get us out of trouble, make a pass, and then you say, "All right, the front three, you do it." What we what we need is we need everybody committed to just find find their little pocket of space, get numbers in front of the goal. I don't care who hits it, but somebody's got to find the back of the net. I think I've told you this before, but I'll never forget. It was some high school in Fremont, and you were playing for the Blackhawks, and the lights went out. And I went in the parking lot, and you were like getting in your Camry, and I was, and you had your full uniform on. And I thought, where are we with our, where are we with our domestic league right now? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that actually. I think it was, uh, 
Oh, that's too funny. But it, it, that is where we used to be. We've come a long way, my friend. It's no longer uh, playing at some high school with, with the, uh, the grass up to your, up to your ankles. It's, it's, um, it's, it's a very different scenario. These kids don't know how good they got. There he is, one of the best strikers in national team history. And in Bochum, they know him as Blondie. It's Eric Wanalda. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, man. You bet. Anytime.